0: with you, Susan Rosen.
1: Hey, good morning, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and I have a special guest today. This person joining me is Cheryl Borchert. I hope I'm not butchering your last name.
2: (laughs) You did a great job. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, And Cheryl is a functional medicine certified health coach and national board certified health and wellness coach. I have to read that so that I get it correctly. Um, she helps individuals calm bothersome symptom, symptoms associated with chronic disease and autoimmune. Oh, well, I can't talk today. Autoimmune conditions by helping them get their lifestyle and gut healthy. And I think that 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 kind of covers everything that we're always talking or I'm always talking about on this podcast. So that's why she fits right in (laughs) and why I invited her to come and uh, spend a little time with us.
2: Yes. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, thank you. So if, I don't know, Cheryl, if you want to tell us a little bit more about the kinds of people that you deal with and the kinds of, of issues that you see, particularly maybe now coming up in, in your practice
2: right yeah that's a great a great question um so i've been a health coach for almost five years and it all started because i had a lot of health issues more chronic health issues um, and i really couldn't get answers from my physicians about why this was happening to me so i finally ended up seeing an integrative physician and they are similar to functional medicine where they look at the root cause and try to help people optimize their lifestyle and mm-hmm. maybe do some specialized testing.
1: Okay.
2: So uh, I learned a lot during that time. I learned a lot about the way I had been eating and how it was mm-hmm. not the best for me. And I was able to change a few things and see some results right away. Um, had some other things, testing and such. And so this, you know, just honestly, the small changes that I made really made a big impact in my life. And I was able to personally reverse all of those health conditions that I had been dealing with. So I had been dealing with chronic migraine headaches, Mm -hmm. chronic anxiety, um, let's see, uh, chronic hives. I had developed asthma as an adult. So I had all these, these chronic health conditions that were really tied back into my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, so that uh, kind of brought me into, you know, I had to do all that on my own, right? I had to, to learn it all by myself with really no support. So that's kind of how I became a coach and started working with, with other individuals with chronic health and autoimmune conditions. Ah,
1: interesting. Yeah. It's funny how so many of us have ended up in this area, be, well, one, because of our own issues. Mm-hmm. and and two, because we just haven't been able to find or we weren't able to find people who could support us and help us in the way that we wanted to be supported, not just pushing pills yes, us. Yes,
2: absolutely. And I think, you know, that's really, for me, what it came down to was every doctor I'd seen, if I didn't, you know, and I know a lot of people mm-hmm. feel this way, if you don't fit inside of the box, then sometimes they don't know what to do with you except to give you something. That might calm your symptoms down right, but really doesn't get to why something's happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a band-aid medicine mm-hmm. even though they think they're curing it just because it's not apparent right um, It always reminds me of that 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 game where the things pop up in different places and you keep pushing them down and they keep popping up somewhere else.
2: Whack them all right Whack-a-mole,
1: thank you <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, cuz I had I I started out the same in in very much the same way. Mm. And for for me it was all um food. It was the food I was eating mm. and I was just allergic to it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and I was very lucky um that I <clears throat> excuse me, I had found an allergist who we ended up doing a, a challenge diet and that's how we figured out Again, like you, it took like three days for everything to go Mm -hmm. away once I stopped all the things that who who knew, right? Um, And then, you know, the luckiest thing for me was the allergist that I picked because he said, okay, I can't do anything else for you. Just stay away from the food. Mm -hmm. Have a good life. You know, if you have any other problems, come talk to me. But
2: Yeah. So you learned taking those foods out helped you. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, a lot of times when I when I work with someone, you know, we, we do see that food connection often, you know, especially in this ties back into gut health mm-hmm. is, you know, if, if we've got a compromised um, gut barrier in any way, then some of those food, you know, particles, proteins and such, they, they get into the bloodstream and then it activates your immune system. So your body's, you know, like what's going on, these things shouldn't be here. So it starts turning on all of its defenses and then you start having these symptoms. So yeah, one of the ways I do work with people is, um, you know, a lot of times helping them find an integrative or functional medicine physician that can really do the testing, the diagnosing, the, the treating of any underlying things that might be there. Uh-huh. And, and so what I do is help them implement, you know, like a, a gut protocol, like to, to kind of heal the leaky gut with lifestyle factors. And to, um, you know, for some time, typically they need to take out foods and work on that gut healing. And then, you know, sometimes a lot of times, you know, some of the the foods that we should be eating, a lot of people can bring back in. It all depends, right? Everybody's yeah. individual. So it's not always across the board. This is how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, a lot of times they can bring some things back in and then, you know, there's inflammatory foods like, and I use these. As examples, so probably gluten, dairy, you know, sugar, things like that. Those are the ones we just encourage people to yeah, to mostly <laughs>
1: stay away
2: from, you know, just because they are, you know, constantly, you know, irritating our gut line for most people.
1: Yeah. Oh no, exactly, exactly. In fact, it's um, funny side story is that I had I had developed all this after I'd been going out with my now husband for mm-hmm. a couple of years. And, um, and he always used to say that if he had met me after I had developed all these things, there's no way that we, we would still be together. <laughs> it was just too difficult <laughs> dealing with it. Yeah,
2: it is. They can't, and it can consume your life, you know, when you're, yeah. you're playing whack-a-mole, right? When you're trying to, to figure out, is this what it is? Is that what it is? Thank so you. you're trying these new yeah. things. Maybe you're trying a different way of eating or um, you know, cutting down the toxic chemicals in your house, whatever that is, you know, we try all these different things. So it can really consume your day. <laughs> yeah. And it can feel, you know, almost like, I, I can't think about anything else. This is, you know, where I need to focus my my time and energy. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I am amazed, though, how much the world has changed. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's, some of it's for the good. And some of it reflects the fact that it's that we actually haven't been getting better um, mm-hmm. world-wise, is that when I got all of this, which was back in the 80s, mm-hmm. um, you know, staying away from bread and, and dairy, asking people at a restaurant what, what was in the food, right. I mean, they, they, they were not happy with me. And they look uh, at you like yeah. you have two heads. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So they don't and hear that I very often back yeah. then. Yeah. And now I say, oh, I have an allergy to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, this and this and this. You know, now everybody's so educated about it all.
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Which is good. But at the same time, it's so reflective of how much our society has become used to bad food mm. and people having reactions to them.
2: Right. Yeah
1: you know but there's also a lot it, there's also a lot of organic food out there now which well, I will say is is a good a good thing
2: right yeah it is yeah. and i think yeah we have so many more choices now mm. we have so many more like even things that aren't in season yeah so one of our favorite things is you know you can get organic things that are frozen sometimes and yeah. you know use those if if it's out of season but yeah i think um i think a, a lot of this is really coming out now you know just when you mass produce and mass grow food and, um, you know, you lose a lot in the process, right? You lose mm-hmm. a lot of nutrition, you're eating, you know, of course, mm-hmm. something that's in a fat from a factory, then you're, you know, kind of causing that inflammatory process to kind of stay permanent in your body. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite places to start with somebody, if they're ready, is looking at what you're eating, you know, just saying, hey, what are you eating? Where Where are you ready to make some improvements? Or what do you think would be helpful for you? And, you know, if they have a physician, and they're working with, you know, their physician, that's always wonderful. If not, I don't prescribe a meal plan. I just help them to kind of, you know, decide what's going to be best for them to kind of Mm
1: -hmm. move
2: into, you know, and and of course, I educate along the way, give them options, and then they can make a decision about what they want to do.
1: Uh
2: And, but sometimes, you know, their physician can Prescribe maybe a a short-term eating plan. Maybe it's an elimination diet, or you know, um, there's so many out there now. Low fodmap if you're having GI problems, and right um, like candida. You know, there's so many things that depend on what's going on. So yeah, I think food is just so foundational. We eat so many times a day. It's a great place to start, and a lot of people realize, wow, I didn't realize these things were you know,
1: causing inflammation or compromising uh, my gut, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, even in this day and age, we, th- those of us that are interested in it, mm-hmm. right, we'll stay up with all of these things. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But you forget there are still a lot of people out there who, you know, the only medical advice they get is in, you know, the magazines that they read or mm-hmm. things they see on TV,
2: right? Um, those those cereal commercials, the <laughs> the you know all the all the fun commercials for kids. You know, yeah, that's yeah. right. They may not really get outside of that marketing.
1: What's mm-hmm. really there? Yeah, yeah, and they don't they don't put together. Oh, I ate something, and and now I don't feel well.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: They don't make that well, connection
2: that's right that's a good and a good point too i I like to talk around this a little bit you know sometimes if a you know if you have a food allergy a true food allergy that's something you you know you would have a a pretty immediate reaction to and typically you already know this unless you develop it later in life so those are you know true food allergies now a lot of people do have food sensitivities right and so they May have a delayed response. Sometimes it can be a couple of days before they realize that that milk they drank Monday is causing them to, you know, have a migraine. Or uh-huh. that was the case for me. I just that's my example. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they may not make that connection back. And uh-huh. I've had I've had clients who are doing food journals, and they're like, well, you know, I don't eat that much dairy, or I don't eat that much gluten, but any little bit, right? If it's if it's affecting and triggering your immune system, is gonna Probably give you symptoms so yeah i think even if you if you uh i feel like the you know a lot of times elimination diet because it lets everything calm down yeah you know if, if someone tries that and they get some of those inflammatory things and bother some things out and a lot of times they'll see their yeah. symptoms just really calm down a lot because their immune system's not being triggered yeah. often.
1: yeah no and, and that's exactly that's exactly what i had
2: mm. Yeah. 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 Me too. That was, you know, and there's a lot of testing that can be done to look at food sensitivities, and but really, mm-hmm. the gold standard in, in the functional medicine arena is the elimination diet for that. So yeah. I think it's free. It's you know, it's free. You don't have to pay for the yeah. test, but yeah, you have to to make some different
1: choices. Yeah. Yeah. So. And ex- yeah, yeah. And it and it, you have to be, um, oh, what's the right word? Um, you. Uh, I can't think of it, <clears throat> but um in other words, you, you really need to feel bad mm-hmm. before you can really do an elimination diet well, I yes. think, right?
2: Yeah, I agree. And you have to be ready. You know, you, you yes. have to be ready to do it and be committed to it. And so that's not always where somebody wants to start. But yeah. you know, yeah. sometimes it does, it does get to that.
1: Yeah. And especially if they've got a family, um, mm-hmm. then that can be difficult as well, because then they're having to make them their own meals and, and the meals Mm are, you know, but that's a, you know, there's, there's just so many things that, that come into it.
2: Yeah. Another thing too, is cultural influence. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people have that and there are certain Mm -hmm. foods that are just part of who they are. They've grown up eating these foods with their family. And so those are, those are important. And so, you, you know, working with people through these challenges, um, is important and to be able to, you know, maybe honor the foods that, that mm. are culturally important for them as well. And, you know, when, you, when you're when you told as a person, oh, you've got to cut that food out, you know, something they've always had. It's yeah. hard. Pizza.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and thankfully we can usually be pretty creative and come up with something that will satisfy that yeah. desire to have something like that that's not gonna compromise what they're trying to do with their health.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, um, um, yeah, but you know, but you're, you're motivated. If you really feel badly, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's, it's not as big a deal. I think it it can be a big deal for the people around you, but it's not as big for you. If you really get that first thing of, Oh, I feel so much better.
2: Mm -hmm. That's right. And a lot of times that is what helps somebody to move forward and continue being a detective and, and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, pinpoint what's going on is, yeah, if you, if you take, the, ha- take the elimination diet, you take that and, and try it and you feel better, then you're, you realize how much better you can feel, right? Yeah. And I think that's important is um, you have a little win, right? You're able to yeah. kind of feel motivated to, to try uh-huh. some other things
1: yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so what kinds of what kinds of um of issues are are you seeing now i mean has it changed since covid started and um, you know are are you are you doing things differently are you i mean i don't know how much you did um online
2: mm-hmm.
1: before covid yeah. started or
2: I have been virtual the whole time I've been a coach. So okay. that hasn't changed much for me. Well, that's Even cool. with my local clients, I tend to work virtually just because it's easier. Nobody has to drive anywhere to meet up. You know, there's not that time factored in. So I can work with anybody, anywhere. And yeah, since COVID, you know, well, well, what I, I've worked with several, I've partnered with several physicians' offices, and I work with individuals as well. Mm. Who, You know need some support Mm -hmm. um so i've worked a lot in the area of chronic disease and autoimmune disease and so you know i can have somebody who is maybe had um rheumatoid arthritis so i I have a lot of clients who've had rheumatoid arthritis and i've had several who've Mm -hmm. been able to get off medication Wow. You know, not everybody. And, and that's not me. I don't, I don't help people get off medication. I don't wean, you know, I don't say stop mm-hmm. your prescription. That's yeah. not what I mean. Yeah. But the changes they've made have helped so much that they don't need those medications. So they work with their doctor to get off of those. Mm-hmm. So those are, I tend to see a lot of arthritis, a lot of joint issues. um, ah. Some people who have, you know, chronic Lyme disease and Epstein Barr reactivation. Um, and, and, a lot of that too, you know, can be tied back to just having a good, um, having your immune system working well, right. And supporting it in all the ways that we can. And I've worked a lot with people with obesity, with, um, high blood pressure, heart disease, um, type two diabetes. So these tend to be the bigger things that, that I would probably see. Uh And when people learn, I'm a type two diabetic, and I actually, you know, I don't have to go down this road of I'm going to start with metformin and Mm -hmm. end up on insulin. And then, you know, I might start having neuropathy, you know, like they, you kind of expect that it's going to take this path. But I think people are realizing that, and it's, you know, scientifically, Mm -hmm. people are able to reverse things like that you know, not everybody, but Uh a lot of people can Uh with the help of their doctor, maybe the help of a coach and having that collaborative team to support them because they're going to have to make change, right? They're going to probably have to make some lifestyle change there and simple things, but they're not easy things, right? They're required, you know, to feel better. But I think when people can do that, they're saving their you know, they're preserving their livelihood, mm-hmm. they're, they're preserving their health, and they don't have to go down this, this road, mm-hmm. they don't want to, so yeah, those are the, the bigger ones that I work, you know, people I work with, and, uh-huh. and so we look at the whole lifestyle, we don't just focus on food, that's a big portion of that, yeah. but yeah, yeah. looking at sleep, we're looking at, mm. um, you know, how much water are you drinking every day? Are you chronically stressed, which also is another factor with gut health, right? Mm, You're mm-hmm. compromising oh, yeah. your gut there. And I think, you know, you asked with COVID how that's changed and it it's changed in a way that I think people are starting to see, oh my goodness, I have risk factors for having a bad outcome with COVID. Um, you know, I have, you know, maybe I have blood sugar problems that aren't controlled or um, you know, uh, severe obesity or high blood pressure. And, and there are some mm-hmm. studies out there. I don't have them right here in front of me, but you could probably look around Google. I think uh-huh. it was a, um, a study in, I'm, I'm trying to remember the country, can't remember right now, but they've studied kind of the, uh, you know, the rate at which some does have a bad outcome mm-hmm. with some of these. And it's, you know, those are the big ones is like type two diabetics. And yeah, so for for somebody to, to say, I'm going to take my health into my own hands. Cause really it is in our own hands. No yes. doctor can motivate us. It mm-hmm. has to come from us. Right. Mm-hmm. To want to make a change.
1: Absolutely. So, I,
2: and that's where, that's where coaching is really so beautiful is we're here kind of walk that road with somebody like I, I need to change. I want to change, but I don't know how, I don't know what yeah. to do.
1: Yeah. 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 And, and just to kind of be a cheer cheerleader
2: right as yeah. well with someone some accountability yeah and just some some yeah. guidance you know we're never mm-hmm. we're never prescribing um, anything to someone we're never making it about what we want for them yeah we're making it about where they're ready to make a change and helping them to do what
1: they're ready to do so. yeah yeah and and also i think the other the other part of it is that there's always so many questions that come up mm. and yeah. you can't always be running to your doctor right all the time asking Mm -hmm. right some of the time they don't know actually right you're right there are things that that the coaching people know um that have more to do with as you say lifestyle and and um all all of those other things the things that are kind of around the issue Mm -hmm. um And I think that that's, that's another part that's so important because having somebody that you can, that you can ask, a you know, and ask a stupid question.
2: Yeah. And I, yes, right? ask anything and, and feel yeah. like you're, they're going to help you find the answer. And that's yeah, essentially what I'm, you know, and I don't, there are, of course, we know there are no stupid questions, but people do feel like sometimes they can't ask these questions because it's going to, maybe they think well, mm-hmm. this should be obvious to me, but we don't all come from the same place and we didn't all grow up the same way. And we didn't all learn those same things So,
1: Right. 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 And I, and I also find that a lot of coaches have come from the point of having issues themselves. And a lot of the time they'll coach around issues that, that they had, you know, or, or gone into other very close kinds of areas. (laughs) And so they can they can bring a certain experience into the conversation and that as well can, can make the, the, I don't want to say patient, but the person who's having, yeah, yeah, you know, feel, feel better. Okay. This person understands this person's been there. Um, Right.
2: And, and to have the empathy to say, Hey, I can see how that can feel hard or I can see how this can feel impossible. Um, And to encourage them that you've got what you need inside of you to do what needs to, you know, what you feel needs to happen to, to heal. Mm -hmm. And so I think people just need to know that you've got all that you need. Sometimes we have to draw it out, but it's there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause we're not, unfortunately we're not taught that when we're, when we're little kids, we can start teaching the new new little kids that, but not not when any of us grew up <laughs> oh, if yes, only right. yeah how our lives would have been different but anyways mm-hmm. um <laughs> it's uh it is it is uh i was gonna say funny but that's not exactly the right word <laughs> but anyways um so tell me a little bit about um how you see things things being different or different issues in people that that are a little older you know that are 50 say or older or you know 40s 50s when all of our bodies really start to change right women go through menopause somewhere Mm -hmm. in there typically and and men have their own version um it's not quite as obvious but um it's you know i just i think it's a it's a whole different um I want to say ball of wax, but that's sort of a, <laughs>
2: I, mean, yeah, so I, think, I don't know why yeah, I came what,
1: up with that, but yeah.
2: Right. We're, we're getting to midlife and we're, you know, evaluating how we feel maybe. So I think, you know, and I work with people from, I've worked with teenagers all the way up to, you know, 70-ish year old people. Uh-huh. So I've worked with a lot of different age groups and I tend to see People who are probably closer to the menopause age or after, you know, and women and and men kind of that, you know, I would say anywhere from 40 to 60, it tends to be kind of the, I work with people in that age group the most. Mm
1: -hmm. And what I
2: hear a lot of people is they're exhausted. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: They don't have the energy. They have pain. They have, you know, joint pain is a big one um brain fog is another one so that all of those those are probably
1: the top yeah, things i have, that I have I the brain see. fog yeah
2: yes <laughs> yes and you know so i think when people you know so you get to this point and you know you're aging you feel it mm-hmm. you know we well, all know that every day but when you get to that age you know you really do feel things a lot more
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you start to think okay this is what it's like this is what it's going to be like and it's only going to yeah. get worse so we kind of yeah. have this mindset of it's never going to be better yeah, but I've seen people feel better in these decades of life than they mm-hmm. have when they were in their 30s and uh, 20s because they actually are intentional about their self care more mm-hmm. so at these in these 40, you know, say 40, 60 and, and up mm-hmm. age groups. Whereas in your 20s and 30s, you know, you may just think you can get away with those things. And that's probably what got you to where you are, right? Some of it. Some yeah, of it I, don't, anyway. I
1: don't even want to think of some of the things I did when I was in my <laughs> 20s and 30s.
2: <laughs> right. And so I think what is so rewarding for me as a coach is to work with somebody who is in that kind of what we just talked about, those, you know, fatigue, joint pain, um, you know, brain fog, exhaustion, uh-huh. all that stuff. to know that they can do some things Uh to help themselves feel better. And I will say in the nearly five years I've been coaching, I do a symptom questionnaire with everybody when we start our program. Uh And we repeat that monthly. 100% of my clients have had improvement in their symptoms. And that's not anything I've done. This Uh This is them making the changes. Mm. So I'm just here to help and I'm just here to support and guide. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I think really, you know, we're never too old to think about improving ourselves, whether it's learning something new or, you know, changing something we've always done. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the the most rewarding part of it is to see, I've had one of my clients, so she was in her mid sixties. She had been very heavy. For most Mm. all of her life, had started, you know, when she was young, but it had gotten worse as she got older. And so she is in so much pain, and she Mm. really loved volunteering and doing things where she could go help make people's lives better. So, like, some of that involved painting or helping fix people's homes and things like that. Uh And she was getting to the point where she couldn't do it, Mm. but it really meant so much to her to be able to. And so she and I, you know just kind of came up with a game plan for her. And she, within a couple of weeks, had already started feeling so much better. Like our mitochondria, you know, our our cells in our body that provide this energy and sometimes are, you know, not healthy, but a lot of the lifestyle things can, can support that. So there's so many things we can do, so many things in coaching. But yeah, I would say in that age group is probably um the most rewarding just because they can they do they feel better they do and they they would have never felt that way had they not tried
1: yeah no that makes a lot of sense
2: yeah and i think a lot of people in that age group are on medication too and you know yes yes. and sometimes it's needed for a short time and but if if you're one of those people and i'm talking to the audience you know if you're one of those people who doesn't want to be on all these medicines that you might be on then you can that's where i would encourage someone to find a functional medicine or an integrative physician that can uh-huh. help them look at everything and say do i really need to be on this or that and make a you know make a yeah. plan for that to see if yeah. there's some ways they can come off of it
1: and i and i think the other thing that happens too is that they end up going to multiple doctors because they get sent mm-hmm. to this doctor for that's this true. and now they're yeah. Over there yeah <laughs> And, and they all give them medication, and I and I don't think that every, you know there's no chief chief person looking mm-hmm. at all of these different things, and they end up with medications that don't really work well together. They don't play well
2: Yeah, yeah and a lot of times I've seen you know they people will be having a lot of side effects. Yeah. They don't maybe realize they're coming from the medicines, but the side effects are often worse than what they're taking the medicine for. So, you know, I've also had people come off of things and they're like, well, this, this, and this went away just because I came off this medicine. Uh And yeah, you're right about the specialist. You know, I think, you know, you end up going to different specialists and, but the body is one machine. And that's what I love about just the whole functional medicine approach is we look at the body as a machine. Right. And we look at it as, as something that works together. Like no system is separate from the other. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, you know, we a lot of times the the things that we can do in coaching or that a functional medicine doctor will do is to address those things that are in mm-hmm. multiple systems of the body, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: think, yeah. Uh, no,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And I think the other the other issue, and maybe not quite so much anymore, but mm, I think it's kind of still in there as well, is that the medical profession tends mm-hmm. to, the, you know, the, the run of the mill, well, I shouldn't say run of the mill, the center, <laughs> the center kind, not not the functional and the integrative so much. But um, you go in and you go, well, you know, I'm having this issue mm-hmm. and they'll give you some medication and I'm like, um, I can't take that medication, you know, I'll try it or whatever and I'll have a reaction. Oh, well, people don't have reactions to that. I said, I had a reaction to that. It's like, well, what, what was it? I couldn't breathe. Okay. And yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Then all of a sudden, they you get their attention. Um, yeah. And it, it's just, you know, it's still. I th- I think that the medical education system is getting better, mm-hmm. but it's still not quite there yet.
2: Yeah. In, in a lot and, of you places. Know- Right, and doctors have a short period of time to spend with a patient. Yes. So, you know, then that if, you, if you're if you outside of that, say, 15-minute window, you, it's, it's hard to get to all the things when, yeah. in 15 minutes, you know, if you have a complicated history or complicated uh-huh. medical uh-huh. history. And that is, you know, I think I appreciate all doctors and nurses and oh, all yes. of our pro- providers. And I think they only, you know, they're doing kind of yeah. what they've learned, right? They don't maybe even know any differently than right. what model they're in. And I yeah. think it's such a fantastic um, gift to those who who are having an acute problem, right? They're having a, a you know, you have strep throat or you have um, you have a heart attack or a stroke, you know, you're in the best hands when you go to an emergency room to get the care that you're gonna need Absolutely. to prevent further damage. Absolutely. But when it comes to the chronic disease and the autoimmune realm, I think that's where there's some shortfall. Is there's no real root cause support for people that fit Mm. into that category. Mm -hmm. We feel we, as people with you know chronic conditions or with autoimmune, kind of feel like nobody can understand or get to what we're you know underneath what's happening to our body, right? Uh When so, yeah. And I think I've seen you know I've seen a lot of people. I'm connected pretty pretty well in my community, which mm-hmm. is outside of Augusta, Georgia,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so our, we have a big medical college here, and mm. I'm seeing more and more physicians who are more interested in learning about functional medicine now, mm. because, you know, they think, and they feel like they're kind of, you know, they're seeing 25, 30 people a day, but they, yeah. they've said they don't feel, feel like they can, they're making a difference anymore, you know, so... Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. It's become, it's become like change. a machine in mm-hmm. a way,
1: you know, it's a business, it's a business as opposed to service. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and most people get into medicine because they want to be of service.
2: Right. I think that, yeah, intent, the intention is there to help yeah. people and they yeah. are, they're still helping people, but I guess it's maybe sometimes not on the level that they would like to be helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, maybe not as fulfilling when you're, you know, seeing, you've got this short time with this person and you know that they could benefit from so much more care and support than you can offer. Um, And so, yeah, that's another way coaching is beautiful too, is it, you know, can I have some physicians that also refer patients to me that they Mm -hmm. don't have the time to really do the lifestyle stuff with, which it does, you know, it happens. Um, They may see that need there that this person Mm -hmm. needs to lose weight or, you know, have, have some type of like, let's look at your lifestyle, but they don't really have the the time to do that for Mm -hmm. them or with them.
1: Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, and, and I think that's, that's a lot of, um, a lot of doctors, um, the ones that are particularly in, in private practice. I mean, in their own, they're not part of, you know, like some large medical mm-hmm. group, right? Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that the, they're the ones, the ones that are in private practice or in small, small groups, right? Mm-hmm. That they're much more open and much more willing to um, bring in other people,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: for for the patient to be. Better supported in you know all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. I I belong to Kaiser, um, and there's a lot of really good things that Kaiser does. They try and do a lot of a lot of support around that yeah kind of thing, but it's still a really really large organization. You know, there's mm-hmm. pros and cons. It's yeah, you know. I mean, I'm I'm still there. I'm not complaining, but yeah. <laughs> there are certain times when I'm kind of like ah. Oh, God, you know. I...
2: <laughs> you can see some of the downfalls, like some of the negative yeah. parts of that, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, how come they don't have their flu shot ready yet, you know? I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you know, the drugstores are already giving them. How come I can't get one from them yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's just a large, it's a large organization, and it doesn't move real quickly.
2: Right, that's right.
1: Yeah, so, that does and, happen. Yeah, and there's pros and cons that go along with that.
2: Oh, yeah, there are. I agree. Yeah. You know, I've, another thing is too I've seen in um, my area, but I've also just heard this too in, in just different parts of the states is
1: mm-hmm.
2: a lot of primary care physicians, you know, kind of their their burnout on what they're yeah. doing again. And so there, there's a new, well it's not really all that new, but it's maybe gained some traction lately is the direct primary care model where, you know, you, you pay essentially a membership fee. You're not using your insurance for this. You're paying a monthly membership fee to have access to your physician anytime you need, like email, um, uh-huh. you know, support. Your uh-huh. visits are, you know, they can do a lot of telehealth, but you're kind of get, they're getting away from that insurance model so they can have a little, mm. little bit more freedom and time to spend with their patients because they're not having to see back-to-back patients all day long.
1: Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. That's, that would be very, uh, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I um. Yeah, they're around, around here, at least in in the Bay Area. It's, um. I see fewer and fewer physicians that are, are accessible, mm-hmm. you know, that aren't, aren't part of somehow or another. I mean, if they are, if they're not, if they're not at Kaiser, then, then they are part of blue cross or they're part of, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. the other ones. And then, and then they have the same kind of issues. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it is so interesting to, to watch the whole medical model and how it, it keeps morphing. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah.
1: And yeah, uh, I
2: think people want, they want a provider and they want people in their medical care team that have the time for them
1: mm.
2: and who want to maybe do research on behalf yeah. of them if they have a complex case. And so, yeah, you have to kind of get outside of that traditional model to get that. Yes. And yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, because our, you know, our chronic disease in 2020, so let's see, 60% So six out of 10 people have a chronic health condition wow. and 40% so four out of 10 have, a, um, have more than one chronic medical condition. And wow. so it's, uh, there's a lot of people who are dealing with health issues. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, not everybody wants to change. Some people do just want to take the medicine and kind of yeah. hum along in life and, and maybe just maintain the way they feel, or, you know, there are plenty yeah. of people too, who have, high blood pressure who want to keep eating the way they're eating and take their medicine. You know, there are people like that, a lot of them, but there are people who want something different. They don't want to have this damage happening inside their body prematurely, Mm -hmm. or they, they want to do what they can do
1: to support their
2: body to be well. They want to do things and enjoy their life and have the energy to do it. So
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, and they want to, you know, and they want to be around for their families and they don't want Mm -hmm. to be a burden to their families. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: There are things outside of our control, right. But there are so many things that we can do and we, we should be utilizing, you know, if that's what we want for ourselves, utilizing these key lifestyle areas to make some changes and see what happens. Just have hope and, you know, kind of have the the desire to have you know this is the way somebody wants to feel this is you know kind of a foundational place to start is the lifestyle and then that honestly you know i see lifestyle makes a big difference for many people like i said i have you know i do these symptom questionnaires and 100 percent of people i've worked with over the you know almost five years have had some symptom some type of symptom improvement some people have major symptom improvement Uh and so but they it didn't come easy you know they had to they had to maybe sacrifice and give up some things that they've enjoyed but we also look at that perspective as well there's so many other things and so many wonderful benefits of this too like I might be missing out on you know pizza or you know whatever but Uh I can also look at this list over here of how much better I feel and
1: thank you. how much better
2: I'm sleeping and how much right. less joint pain I have. So there's yep. a lot of that there too.
1: Oh yeah, no, and that that I know myself. That's what always keeps me away from eating the things that I should not eat. You know? Yeah,
2: um, and I consider you know when you when you're having your body's giving you this sign, it's a, it's a blessing. Honestly, yep. you know this is what's happening when I do this. So when we have that. You know it might not be comfortable, but we can address that if we desire
1: yeah, yeah, oh no, absolutely absolutely and 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 probably the, the worst thing that happened that has happened is that they um, there are all of these other um, um, I want to say pills, but it's not it's not they're not pharmaceuticals, you know, things that you can get at the health food store and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so that you can have gluten and you can eat dairy yes mm-hmm. and you don't have mm-hmm. the typical reactions but it doesn't mean it's that that the dairy and the gluten is good for you
2: right it would be used if you had an accidental exposure more or less not dependent you know and i know yeah Uh people some people might depend on those to think oh i'm i'm actually protecting myself but yeah
1: yeah that's that's hard that's how they sell them
2: i know yeah absolutely
1: (laughs) yeah yeah so i actually have a couple of them in the in the um in my cupboard and you know, every once in a while I cheat mm-hmm. yeah. and have have a piece of real pizza, but um, but I don't do it very often. And I always take my little pills with me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes. Okay. Well, I, is there anything you'd like to just kind of say to kind of wrap up and and um, you know the message that you really would like to. To get out to people, and I will also put, you know, your yeah. your um, information, and if anyone wants to contact you, um, sure, I'll put yeah, that in the show notes, fun. and then mm-hmm. and then people can can get a hold of you and and say, oh, I saw you on the podcast. <laughs>
2: yes. Well, I guess to wrap up, I would say that I I believe that. If you desire to feel better and you desire something different for your life, Mm -hmm. I believe there are ways that you can go about getting that result. And it might not be the easiest thing, right? It might not be, um, but I think it's going to be worth it. And if you want to, you know, not just manage your disease or manage your symptoms, if you really want to get underneath and find out what's going on in my body and how can I support my body, Mm -hmm. uh, our bodies are designed to, to, you know, be here and, and thrive. And we have a wonderful immune system that is ready to protect us and take care of us. And, and if it's going haywire, then there's a reason. And we need to, Uh you know, consider that. And if somebody wants to look at those things, then yeah, I would be happy to support them and help them, you know, if they need further testing, they need to get connected to a physician. I can help with that as well. And um so yeah like you know a lot of people have these daily symptoms and they're dealing with this this pain every day and so i have created a coaching program to help people Uh to you know deal with these the poor lifestyle choices or the Uh things that aren't supporting them and to to work on getting a healthy gut so that they can feel better and they can have less symptoms and they can have less pain every day and have more wonderful days and then you know sometimes you see things resolve completely and I think that's also something to think about. So,
1: yeah. Well, that sounds good. That that sounds very good. Yep. And thank you so much for coming on. uh, Thank you for having me. I appreciate
2: it. Yeah. It's great to talk with you and, and just talk about the subject.
1: Okay. Well, let me do my, my usual at the end, which is that um, I am not a doctor and this is not medical advice and neither of us are giving medical advice. If you are having any kind of medical issues, please go see your doctor. If it's an emergency, please go to the emergency room. Um, And that I think is going to be the end of this podcast. So I will be talking with all of you next week.